0: Today, uh, I'm honoured with this privilege to give you a short encouragement message from the Bible. Praise God! So today, I'm going to talk about love. uh, Specifically, how to love God with our best, which is the title for today. And just a quick question to get us thinking. Why is it important to love God with our best? So, I'll give an example so we can understand this clearer. Um, when two people fall in love, they start to share what each other loves, right? Yeah. And God, God loves giving us His best. Right? Yeah. Thinking back to 2,000 years ago, He already gave us His best, His yeah. one and only Son, yeah. Jesus Christ, to the cross. Yeah. And even now, let's think of all the blessings He's given us in our lives. All the the best uh, careers, the best unis, the best opportunities, and the best everything. And since God loves giving us his best, we too need to learn to love giving him our best. Amen? So the point of the day is this What does it mean to give God our best? One scripture that talks about giving God our best is in Luke chapter 7, verses 37 to 38. Here we have a lady who previously lived a life of sin. And so she brought a jar filled with some very expensive perfume to Jesus' feet. So she wet Jesus' feet with her tears, wiped them with her hair, before finally pouring the perfume on His feet. And just to give you some context, um, the perfume was worth a year's wages, and I mean, think about it, an entire year's wages to anoint Jesus' feet. Like, wow! And, yeah. So, anyways, it's story time. Uh, This story spoke personally to me uh, when I first started serving on the worship team in church. And when I started off, I felt pretty lousy as a musician. I felt that... I felt unworthy to be on a team because there were other better keyboardists than I was. And so these messy thoughts were coming into my head, like, God, why, why can't I be as good as so-and-so? God, why am I so terrible at this? And, but when I read this story, I went, wow, this, this lady didn't care how lousy she was. She didn't care how lousy other people thought she was. All she wanted to do was to give God her best. All she wanted to do was to thank Jesus for saving her from her life of sin. Yeah. And, and, and let's look at what uh, Jesus says after that. Uh, he says in Matthew chapter 26, verse 10, She has done a beautiful thing to me. And he goes on in verse 13, Truly I tell you, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. And Jesus loved it so much that He wanted this story to be told in all the Gospels. And you can go back and read it in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. It's written in all of them. So God not only loves giving us His best, He loves it when we give Him our best too. So focusing back on the point, what does it mean to give God our best? And this is important to us because in the scripture, the lady may have broken only one jar, but I want us to know that that doesn't mean we only have one best to give to God. Yeah. And when, when I decided, when, when I was encouraged by this story to stop focusing on my weaknesses and to start focusing on giving God my best, um, I, I didn't miraculously start playing Perfectly every week, I didn't, uh, or I didn't rush off to buy the best keyboard model for church because that's not the best that God was looking for. And when the lady poured the perfume on Jesus' feet, Jesus wasn't looking at the perfume, he was, he was looking at her attitude. He, he wasn't looking at the one year's wages that she gave up, he was looking at her attitude and i i realized that god wasn't looking at my skills during worship he he was looking at my attitude uh, whether i put in the effort to practice before worship even during even after worship was i was i worshiping him out of gratefulness out of thankfulness to him for saving me or, or was it was it just because the church asked me to stand in front of stand in front and play the keys every week uh, And it's not a bad thing to to want to play perfectly or to to, to buy the best keyboard model for church. If you can do that, then praise God. But what I want to encourage us to do is to bring before God our best attitude in everything that we do. And so whether it's serving in church, whether it's outside church, in our public or private lives, whether it's even something big or something small since since God loves giving us his best let's, let's love giving him our best too and that's the end of my message now i hope you've been blessed by it and i hope it encourages us to rethink the way we serve and i i want us to not let our let negative feelings like for me it was the feeling of unworthiness don't don't let these emotions get in the way of us giving God our best, but rather let's begin to, let's love giving Him our best in remembrance of who He is and what He's done for us. And that's it. Thank you and God bless.
1: Good morning, church. My name is Suiki and I'm really blessed to be standing here today to give a short message about faith. And the title of my message today is Childlike, Not Childish Faith. And now we have to be really careful to not mess up between the term childlike and childish because they are totally different. And the main difference is that one pleases God and the other doesn't please God at all. And childlike faith is about being honest, being genuine and being open like a child. But on the other hand, childish faith just means refuses to grow up, acting immature and being demanding from God. So I hope that what I'll be sharing today will strengthen our faith by bringing us back to the times when we behave in a childlike manner in our walk with God. Amen? So the main point I want us to bring back home today is being obedient like a child again. So as children of God, we should be obedient to God. Amen? And we can learn from a person in the Bible who is none other than our father of faith, Abraham. So reading from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, uh, we can see that it reads, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. And from this verse, we can see that Abraham, even though he's far from the age of a child, he still shows pure and genuine trust towards God. He submitted like a child to God's authority. He didn't question God at all, even though he doesn't know where he was going or what lies ahead of him. And now let's try to think back to the times when we, like, when we were a kid How many of us here, we, see our, we were once at a place Where we see our parents as superheroes, right? For us, they can do anything and we don't doubt what they say But as we grow and turn into teenagers Wow, how many of us are rebellious, right? We let what we have seen so far in our lives In this short experience of our lives to take control We always think that we are right and our parents are wrong We think that we know what we are doing and our parents don't. And I still remember when, when I was a kid, my mom used to ask me to get her a glass of water in the morning, uh, every morning. And I did it without questioning and for a few years. But until that one day came, when I get frustrated or just don't feel like doing it, I'll just question her, why can't you get it yourself? It's such an easy thing to do, right? And then that is also when my parents try to give me advice or their opinions or something. I'll just reply to them, I know what I'm doing. You don't have to tell me what to do. Or or sometimes I'll just automatically shut off and pretend I didn't hear them at all. So, how many of you have been there before, right? Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So similarly, in our walk with God, we we always start off off trusting God without suspicion and genuinely genuinely believe God for everything. But as we grow, we let challenges or experiences from the world to get hold of us, to get hold of our own perspective. And we, we become demanding, We'll ask for things that satisfy the needs from our own understanding, but not of God's will. So if you are not careful enough, we'll become childish as we mature. So I would like to remind us again of Romans chapter twelve, verse two. Thank you, Toby, for flashing up on the screen. It says that do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and the meaning of renew here in Greek simply means Renewal or change in heart and life So I pray that all of us here Would have our hearts and minds To be born again like a child To let go of whatever we are holding Tightly in our hands right now And be obedient to God And before I end I would like to share a short testimony Which is uh, in my second year of study here It was during exam season Where there, uh, uh, there were two papers um, uh, Back to back in Like one day after the other And the first paper is on a Wednesday where we had homes. By the way, if any one of you haven't been to homes before, please come. You won't regret it. Turn to your neighbour and say, see you at home this Wednesday. (laughs) So, uh, coming back. (laughs) I haven't started studying at all for one of the modules on Thursday, which is the day after the homes. And I still remember struggling so much when I'm deciding if I should go for homes. Because my flesh... Told me no, there's so many things to read up on There's still so many things to do But there's this prompting in my heart that says go So after the Wednesday paper on uh, uh, It was like around afternoon I decided to RSVP for HOMES So I put down my name on our HOMES group chat And there's around like 6 hours left For me to study before home starts So long story short Everything that I studied came into my mind super quickly And I understood them after the first read and I managed to finish the whole module within that six hours so, But I know that it is not possible because of my own ability It's not because of uh, my own strength But it was God that is working And it's through surrendering and obeying God, my reward comes yeah. So friends, I want to encourage all of you that God rewards obedience yeah. Just like how God blessed Abraham abundantly He will also bless those that obey him abundantly too So I want to encourage all of you here to not be afraid not be afraid to love, to care, to reach out to the people around us, or just to give generously, or to serve and to sacrifice your time and spend more time with God. Because God, He sees all of it, and He will reward you. And I hope that my message today has helped us to understand a little bit more to how to believe again like a child, to rely on God on provision for any sorts of breakthroughs that we're expecting in our lives, whether in our studies, in our careers, or even in our finances, in our health or even like salvations of our friends and families. And also don't forget, friends, to always, always go back to God, even after failing. Not giving up on trusting that God will direct your footsteps, just like a child. So thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you will have a blessed time for the rest of the service. Thank you.